Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Uh, I'm going to be at Sacramento at the Punchline, June 13, 14, and 15. I'm also going to be in San Francisco at Comedy Central's Clusterfest. Clusterfest. The 21st and 22nd of June. Then guess what? I'm not doing shit till July 24th when I'm Summer's in Austin, Texas. Summer's off. Summers, I take off a lot because of my kids. It's going to be fun. That's my plan. Clusterfest sounds like a part of a disease. Also, Uncle Ronnie Axe. That's what I'm calling the Uncle Ronnie fans now, the Uncle Ronnie Axe. <laughs> I just riffed that. God, I'm feeling good. That's what marriage does to you. The Uncle Ronnie yes. Axe out there. We threw 300 new reviews up this past week, which puts us at Is about... Is that true? Yep. Oh, puts us even, at about 550. That <laughs> a boy. So you got another week here. Let's pump it up to 750. Let's get those T's out. Take your dad's phone. Fucking put a review up, man. Let's do it. Let's pull it together. Yeah, we'll get the t-shirts to say, I am Uncle Ronnie. Yep. And then put a little uh, little snippet of the podcast in the bottom corner so you can't yep. tuck it in. Yep, that's exactly right. Perfect. Branding is what they call that. Hey, you know what? Hey, Bales, let's start the show. Hey, Bales. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cy Amundsen, the newly married Mr. Jenna Amundsen. And over in the corner where he fucking belongs is Hay Bales. Hay Bales! The unmarried Hay Bales. We won't even give him a mic to come back at us. Is that's there, my no, that's, part. that's, you, yeah, he doesn't get to talk. Yeah. Is there a, you shout from the corner, don't pick up a microphone. Is there a Mrs. Hay Bales? Molly. Now, is that like what you just do drugs and you like, <laughs> this is this is my girlfriend. It's, nobody touch me. I'm freaking out, man. Molly Bales. I went, I went to a wedding one time mm -hmm. where uh, I'm not going to say who it was because I don't know if they want this out. But I remember going there and it was at a rock club. And I got there a little late and just a little too late because I remember walking up to people and I go, hey, man, how was the wedding? And they were like... I'm on Molly, man. Just uh, not yet. Not yet. Don't talk to me yet. And then I'd go over to the next person. They go, I just I dropped acid right before the ceremony started, and it's just kicking in. So I need a couple minutes. So I just walked around by myself at this fucking drug wedding. I was also at because that was a mutual. I also won't say who it was. That was a mutual friend of ours, and it, we ended up watching was. football on the patio. And I <laughs> had the exact same experience. Where I was like, what is? Why are you rubbing your face? I'm just trying to ask you how your kids are, man. I know. They look terrified as you're talking. Like, there are people coming out of my mouth right now, aren't there? <laughs> yeah. Is that what's happening? Okay. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, I'm married. We did it. Yesterday was the big day. So Congratulations. We, we decided to do a podcast the day after, which you didn't. You were like, that's a terrible idea. I didn't think it would work until you told me. May I? Go ahead. That there was a family mini golf outing today yeah and then i thought doing a podcast is the best idea you've ever had yeah yeah jenna's because jenna's jenna's family is can i go you can you can go i'm gonna go because you have to be nice to them i don't okay i thought they were great yeah i thought her dad was absolutely fantastic you described him yeah. to me yesterday as if if bob seeger's song night moves was a person yeah it would be him yeah and dave that, and when i met him i talked to him very briefly but i just i like he probably didn't talk to me that long because I kept smirking at him. Like, <laughs> he, he is night moves. <laughs> He's the best. And her Nice mom, goatee. Her, yeah. Just nice and smooth and easy. Her mom, I didn't get to talk to that much, but I will tell you something. Woman is laser focused. Yep. She was, you know, she was kind of running around and, and she was laser, didn't talk a lot because, yeah. and I understand that because you're trying to do everything and not miss your daughter's wedding. Mm -hmm. And not miss any moments of it. Enjoy it. At I the could. Same I time. just couldn't believe how she was doing all that shit at once. Absolutely. So, uh, and then the and then the family and friends from Indiana came, mm -hmm. and uh, I got to tell you, when I knew there were going to be Indiana people there, yeah. we played beanbags or cornhole or whatever people call it, whatever ge geographic vernacular in Rushville they call it hole bag. <laughs> so, all right, they're playing hole bag. Chad, I'll race you in hole bag. When I found out there were going to be people from Indiana there, I thought, no one's going to get to play. 
because they're going to have it all night long. Yeah. But they were everyone was so nice. And, and the funniest thing, there were people from Indiana, two guys with beards, burly dudes, waiting to play bean bags. And then Jesse's girl came on. And the look on their face was that of what I imagine Abraham looked like when God asked him to kill his son Isaac. They had a choice. They didn't know which one to make. They were sitting there just dumbfounded like, do I keep my line for beanbag or do I go in and dance to Jesse's? It was so funny. It was so great. And then uh, right after Jesse's girl... Um, so during your speech, mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't like a best man and a, and a uh, maid of honor speech. No. You just kind of did one thing and took everything. Which, Thanked everyone. Yeah. yeah and you said, uh, there's not really going to be a dance. There will be some dancing. We're going to do the first dance. Yep. Traditional. Yes. And then uh, there'll be some dancing afterwards, but no like Macarena uh, or any shit like that. Macarena. That, that is what I said. No Macarena or any of that shit. So uh, then later on, your new bride, Jenna, dedicates the Macarena to you. What an asshole. And I laughed so hard because we were just talking about how Jesse's girl is the white person's Macarena. <laughs> there, are, there are standard dance moves that everyone knows to do. And holy shit, was I having so much fun. Now, during your speech, I'm going to keep interrupting you. Okay. Because this is from an outsider's perspective. Mm-hmm. During your speech... Your bride's name is Jenna, mm-hmm. wife now. But wife, I, yeah. Um, and you were talking about her side of the the wedding. Yeah. And you kept saying genocide. And we were <laughs> laughing so hard at our table because we're like, oh, my God. Look at the people. It's a lot of blue hair and a lot of blue <laughs> eyes. And he keeps saying genocide, and we could not stop It's laughing. like when a Fox News anchor waves, and you're like, wait, did he just... Yeah, Heil Hitler Put your on accident. Hand down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very uh, interesting to me. Um, I performed the wedding. Yeah, can I now? Now do I get to tell yeah, you, you about? Go. So you can go. You performed the wedding, which was really great. We had an interesting moment, Hay Bales, before the before the event, because we dressed up Acme Comedy Club as a wedding venue, which is a place you and I have performed a billion times. Yes, and uh, he walked in. And he looked at me and he goes, can I tell you something? I'm kind of nervous right now. And I had to respond, I'm kind of fucking nervous right now. And not to get, I wasn't nervous to get married. I was nervous to be in front of all those people. And that was a, I don't know the last time both you and to be in front of humans and be nervous. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I was nervous because it's a big moment. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, I, I, for the last week, I've been chanting in my head to myself, this is not about you. This is not about you. Don't you dare make this shit about my, you. My mom goes, when she, I told her Chad was going to do it, she goes, yeah, he's a, you know, it's not supposed to be too funny, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he'll, he'll tell the line. She goes, good, 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 good. Oh, good, he doesn't want to be too funny. Just do my act. <laughs> that would work. Yeah, I think she, I will tell you, we tamped down the humor because Mike Cronin wasn't able to come because he made a shitty choice. Yeah. He's opening for Tom Segura like a fucking asshole. It's fine. I'm over it. I've gotten past it. Yeah, it seems like it. We had him set up. He was going to be the emergency replacement groomsman. So after all the groomsmen and bridesmaids came down, he was going to be the last one before Jenna, and we were going to have him fucking toes to head in a penguin tuxedo and a cane and a top hat and he was just gonna sit near the stage <laughs> just in case something happened but yeah you did a really great job you you interjected a little humor you made a consent joke which i think landed with 80 percent of people and uh yeah before they before they kiss the bride before they say you may now kiss the bride i said i'm gonna need both of your consent it's 2019 <laughs> I so I when I was thinking about what we could talk about today because we were gonna we were gonna talk about the wedding quite a bit. Oh, I, the other thing I have to tell you from my perspective of the wedding, a lot of people who are there are also listeners to this podcast now. Oh, and that is true. Some of them have seen Chad perform, but others of them have never seen Chad. So the amount of people who came up to me who were disappointed that he wasn't a fatter tub of shit. Because the way we talk, the way, and I've mentioned this on the show before, but Chad does have body dysmorphia where he's like, I'm, I'm way 800, he thinks he's a whale. And he's in, especially when you have a, uh, you know, an outfit on, you, you look like you're in shape and you're a good looking guy. Well, that's nice of you. I had people, my niece Ellie was like, 
the fuck? That's what he looks like? I thought he'd just be drooping from the chest. And you I did have several people come up and touch my chest and go, cookies, cream. <laughs> they really did. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Well, hey, I'm Zach from Indiana. I was like, hey, all right, cool. <laughs> it was fantastic. I actually don't think Zach did that. Him and his girl, Claudia, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Zach, uh, Zach's fantastic, and yeah, I hope no, he, he did that. He did not do that, but he was telling me some other stuff. But anyways, it was, it was a very fun time. I appreciate so. Cy gave me what I was supposed to say. I didn't have to do a lot of things. The only the only interjection I did was uh, when it when it seemed tense. Yeah, I mean the the way you, no one wants to hear about this, but the way you and Jenna were looking at each other, I was like, "Fucking hey, are they yeah. gonna have sex right now?" We're gonna yeah, we're gonna we almost were like, "What if just as a power move, so everybody knows I'm the leader of both of these clans." What if we say I do? Boom, doggy style immediately. That's so funny to me, and uh, I would I would have not left the stage. <laughs> a lot of people would run. I run towards danger. Yeah, you run towards danger. Hey, you you know how many people messaged me last week after the show because you casually mentioned that when you got married, you changed your middle name to Danger, and right. you joke a lot, but you don't tell lies anymore. That's true. Was that accurate? Yeah. So on your driver's license right now, does it say Chad Danger Daniels? It doesn't, because I I just did I kept my old Stephen, which okay. is my dad's name. Okay, yeah, but you, but legally, you really wanted a middle name that let you down a bunch. <laughs> I I like it. Okay, I, I like having it. It's a reminder to be a good father to my children. We're so I'm competitive. <laughs> We're so competitive. When I was sitting there filling out our marriage license, like you guys know what your name change is. I was so close to doing something funny. My brother has two middle names because my dad couldn't decide. So his name is Gregory Michael Bruce Amundsen. And I almost changed my name to Cy Michael Bruce Amundsen. Oh, my God. Why didn't you? I just don't want to deal with the paperwork. It's just, but it's a one-time thing, and it's free when you get married. I know, but then the files can get, I don't know much about things. But, so I thought, the one thing I thought, I was trying to think about what would be, if there was any, since... You said we should just kind of talk about the wedding today. I was like, I can talk about our relationship. So I told you that I would, after we were officially married, I would tell you this story. Um, And so I will do it now. This is the story of... I've really set this up like a librarian. We don't have like uh, sound effects on the show. We don't have a little board where people go when you say something sexual or whatever. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the sound effect person. That sounds like it's gonna go great. Jenna and Cy have sex for the first time. (laughs) Yeah, this is the this is the elongated story of Jenna and I's first sex. Jenna and Cy <laughs> have sex for the first time. And given the she's okay with me telling this story, but after I realized last night how many people listened to this thing, <laughs> I'm right now I, I am can't wait. I am more nervous to tell this story than I was to get married. Uh, but I will tell it to you. So, when we so when I was like 27 when I met her. Can I tell you one thing quickly? Yes. Do you know how, I mean, I know how many people listen to this podcast that came to the wedding because um, Uncle Ronnie was there. <laughs> he showed up. Did he? He heard all about it. That's great. If that was true, that would have been the greatest wedding gift anybody could have ever given me. They did. So, Zach, this is I true. would have literally ripped the ring off of <laughs> Jenna's hand and put it on Uncle Ronnie's in, in the middle of our first dance. <laughs> he, um... Zach was saying that he was trying to get people to stand up at the end of the wedding and go, I am Uncle Ronnie. <laughs> no, I am Uncle Ronnie. That would have been absolutely absurd. That would have been the best ending to a wedding of all time. Okay, 27 years old. So I meet Jenna, and so I, I met... M-E-E-T or M-E-A-T? We're on, M-E- we're, on the, we're on the meet and greet part. Okay. Not the meet and meet part. Okay. So I... Meet her, and I meet her like a real creep asshole, right, in theory. She's at the airport. I'm in line behind her. She's got headphones in, and she turns to look at something, and I see her, and I'm like, that is a beautiful girl. And I tap her on her shoulder with no plan. I have no plan. She turns around. She takes her headphones off. She goes, yeah? I go, hi. And (laughs) she goes, what? (laughs) And I go, uh, my name is Cy, and the, you, and then I saw she was wearing like a sweatshirt of like, this is super fucked up. I had dated this girl who worked at Sony, 
and Jenna also worked it. So I dated two women when I lived in LA. They worked like 11 feet from one another in wow. that giant city. But That's so, gross. And it gets grosser because I saw the Sony thing on her shirt. I was like, I have a friend who works at Sony. So I'm using an ex-girlfriend to try to make a new <laughs> girlfriend. And she was like, she's like, okay. And I was like, all right. And then she put her headphones back in and kind of just got on the plane. I need to remind people listening, she married him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and I, I think... I, I snit, you know, like when you see a kid who doesn't study at all and he still gets like, he can get B's. That's like, that was what I was, I was getting B's with my physical appearance because I certainly was getting F's with my introductions. Yeah, you're not good at it. Not at all. So she, she, I'm getting off the plane. I noticed she is lagging behind a little bit. I'm like, oh, the headphone game worked. So <laughs> I pull up, we talk for a little bit. Uh, I don't even get her number because I'm uh, a dipshit. I end up finding her on Facebook harass her on Facebook. I'm like, we should go out and get some Froyo because that's that was my go-to move is the Froyo. Now you had Froyo at the in, in lieu of cake. Dude, in lieu of cake, we had Froyo because that was our first date. With Fruity Pebbles. And topics. by the way, it didn't. the machine didn't work at first. And when you told the members of our conjoined families that the Froyo wasn't working, I thought they were going to fucking grab pitchforks <laughs> and light the building on fire. So I take her out. To Froyo, we go on a date, and she's like, ah, no thanks. Peace is out. I'm not into this. Ten months later, uh, I, like, run into her. We start talking again. We start dating. It's basically like I have decided this is my dream girl, and she's decided, I <laughs> maybe. Because it wasn't just that I'm off-putting. It's also that uh, she didn't want to date anybody, yada, yada, yada. But I'm all in, right? So finally, we start dating, and it's going pretty well. And we get to the point of going pretty well where we're going to have intercourse, okay. right? And uh, I skipped ahead a lot. I guess um, so. And that froyo really works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Daddy. And so uh, can I call you Daddy? No. <laughs> and so Daddy Chatty. And so Chatty Daddy. So the point is uh, I had never been with anybody that I – was that certain that I wanted to be with. Okay. And my body was like, nope. No, thank you. Oh. We're not so so I'm at yeah, dude. So I'm at her house. I was just she invited me to spend the night and I was just pumped to be sleeping at her house. That's I don't how think much pumped is the right word. Yeah, not in this situation. I was very I was so enthusiastically deflated to spend the night at her <laughs> house. And so I it doesn't work and it is I am real bummed out and frustrated. And At any time, did you think, let's go get popsicles, I'm going to use the sticks, tape them around my dick like a splint? No, because slivers. Oh, yeah. Slivers for her. Yeah, I didn't mean That's that. worse than a lake. That's true. So I I get up the next day, I leave, we say goodbye, we do the like, I'll, I'll call you later, and I'm like, yeah, fucking sure you will. You're going to call old broken penis Amundsen <laughs> over here. Should I, That's I, what you should have changed your name to. <laughs> Fuck I, Michael Bruce, bro, broken dick. I assumed the moment I walked out of her apartment, she just took my contact in her name and just changed it to Flatty. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't hear from her all day, and then I get this text from her, and this is like this was the moment where I was like, "Oh man, I've got a winner here." It was just a picture of my belt that I had left on her floor, and she goes, and the caption just read, "Hey, just a heads up, you left your belt on my bedroom floor next to your pride." <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, she, she's really funny. What a winner. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, no. So I not only and that put me at ease. So I was like, oh, God, thank gosh. And so then like she's going on this music festival. I'm about to go home to Minnesota for like a month. She's going on a week long music festival that I'm coming home for a month or so. Right. And so the night before, I'm staying at her house, and old Flatty reappears. I j it just doesn't work again. Yikes. And I've and I'm not one of those guys like I've never not had my dick work, but I I hadn't. It had never been a thing in my life. So I'm just spiraling at this point. I leave or she leaves on the trip. I go home to Minnesota, and so now I have what amounts to about five weeks just to hang out with that thought. 
and hope it works out. And so I started running to people. The first thing I did, I forgot this part, in between failure one and failure two, I hopped on the Google and I was like, what can I do here? And I was like reading about foods and shit. They were like, watermelon gets the blood flowing. I ate an amount of watermelon that if I would have, if I would have actually had sex with her, I think I would have ejaculated watermelon seeds into her. (laughs) Your brain (laughs) is so, and listen, we're friends. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. I know. It is like the way you can have something happen to you and then that you're all in on that. Oh, I've got that obsessive compulsive shit. Yeah. It's there. We're working on fixing the compulsive stuff. I will. It's I can't fix the obsessive I know. stuff. It's I just know there. that. But I, but I have to tell you, and I, we've talked about this before. I've mentioned I don't get it. Yeah. Because if that happens to me. I will absolutely forget about it within 15 minutes, and then I'll be like at a store rocking a boner for no reason because it's like I'm back. Yeah. It's like you know when you, you when you can't remember someone's name, and then seven hours later you're like Sarah. You just yell it because it <laughs> pops into your head. That's what that's what would happen with me. I would forget about it, and then all of a sudden, boom, just no reason boner. And I'm old. I'm 44. Yeah, I wake up with rockets, man. Oh man. Sorry well, anyone had to hear that, but I'm just saying, like I'm I'm old. I'm like at the age where people I have to take pills. I assume your dick has the exact same sort of beard as your face. Well, that's not nice. You want to talk about my fucking beard, by the way? Okay. Yeah, let's detour. No. Let's do it. Okay, go ahead. No, go. I Chad, have... so I'll do okay. it. I'll do it. So Chad tells me before, and he, he's putting this on me like I had something to do. I'm, I'm not putting it you, on it you. Feels it like was you're my choice. It, on me. it feels like you're putting it on me. He had a, he grows a playoff beard for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it's a good luck beard. And the reason he grew it is because before the season, Chad likes to put some money on some teams. I put money on three teams. Three teams. And what's what were the three? Give me Minnesota the, Wild, who yep. didn't even make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. But I always put money on them. Yep. Uh, the Sharks. San Jose, San Jose Sharks. Sharks. And what was team number three? St. Louis Blues. And where are they right they now? They are in the finals of the Stanley Cup playoffs, they're and the they're f- down 2-1. And they're down 2-1. And how much did you... Can, are you willing to say how much you put on them? I put $500 down. And what were them odds? 32-1. to one. He wins... So he tells me... He wins sixteen grand if the Blues win, and then he tells me that his beard is good luck. And I very much look him in the eyeballs, and I say, "Do not shave that." Beard. That's true. And then what did you do? I, sh- I shaved it, but here's why. And the day I shaved it, the Blues lost seven to two. Yeah. Now I know the day of my wedding. I know that's not how it works. I know no. I one, think it might. No work one on that the way. Blues even fucking knows I have a beard. No one cares. It, I'm not sure that's true. But I was trying on my white shirt. Yep. Uh, and I saw it looked like someone had glued pubic hair <laughs> to underneath my chin. It was so gross and scraggly that I had to shave. There's no way I was going to do that to uh, not you, but Jenna. Yeah. There's no way I was going to do that. He he and, also <laughs> didn't have a suit that fit him, and so <laughs> to, to lead into the uh, the Chad Besity uh, rumors, he didn't. So he had to get a suit, and then he got it tailored day of. And why don't uh, why don't you so, tell the people what happened there? So I I have a very nice suit. It was back in my James Bond phase, mm-hmm. where I was uh, I, I got a really nice tailored suit, like fit my body. Per- and this is back when you could see four of my abdominal muscles. So I was like really working out. Yeah. And now I'm I'm not. Yeah. And uh, so I tried it on. And I was like, oh, no. I mean, so there is a button on your pants, on a suit a suit pants, and a clasp, mm-hmm. right, a little hook. Yes. I couldn't get the, the buttonhole on the right side to even go to the clasp on the left side. And that's like, this doesn't fit me by several inches is what I'm telling <sighs> you. How great would it have been if Fat Chad would have showed up with two bobby pins interlocked, just <laughs> holding his pants. You know, like you do, but you wear the, you're like, Chad, will you please tuck your shirt in? And he's like, I cannot do that. I really, it is. It's just out my fly. Yeah. Uh, so I have to go in. I go uh, to Hugo Boss. Okay. I like their suits. So yep. I go in there and they say, uh, I go in there the night before your wedding. Yep. And they go, we have to overnight it. So you have to come back tomorrow morning and get the alterations made. So I go back and the guy is, uh, t- t- taking the pants in. He has to take the pants in. He has to take the seat of the pants in. So he's chalking mm-hmm. everything. And in order to do that, to hold it right, he has to pinch uh, the fabric on both my butt cheeks, but then he keeps it in place. His thumb goes right on my butthole. Right on my butthole. Like he's trying to open an iPhone. I mean, on there. Like my butthole has fingerprint recognition. It's perfectly 
on my butthole. And then he looks, he looks around and he goes, we might have to use a different shirt. That one's too thin because even with your undershirt, I can see your nipples. And I go, of course you can. You just fingered my butthole. I got, I'm surprised my nipples haven't exploded. I know you're just doing your job, but it feels incredible. He's like, Chad, you might have to wear a different shirt. There's ice cream coming out of yeah, your tits right now. fucking goosebumps all over <laughs> my body. And I was just like... Are you sure you got it right? I wanted to ask him, like, make sure. Do it again. Make sure you got these measures. I think I'm more of a 34. Yeah, God, it was unreal. Uh, so that uh, that was my suit experience. But uh, so... Um, detour back yeah, to the sex. Let's, let's, we detoured away. Let's detour back to the sex. So I, I'm trying everything. I ate watermelon. I did all the things. It didn't work. Second time, fail again. I leave. She leaves. And it's all I think about. And I run through my list of humans, uh, and the first person I went to was Chad. And Chad gave me the same advice that he's given me on several occasions to the point where I don't think he's listening to the questions I'm asking, and he just really likes oral sex, (laughs) where he'll go, just perform oral, man. And I was like, no, that's not the problem. I can do, I understand, but I'm like, there's a psyche issue right here. And he's like, Oral, like he, you just you just tried to send me, and I I knew what you were saying. Well, but well, yeah, I was dealing, I think, with an emotional issue. But your mouth was moving I while you were talking to me, so I was like, "Well, that's not broken." I understand, but so that was not helpful to me. So I made the mistake of asking. I my, disagree. I asked hard it, disagree. It was so I asked my father. And I go, and that was a weird thing to do with a ponytailed, you know, 65-year-old. But I... The great was like, you asked me, he goes, come on, get in this tub, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Saddle up. <laughs> so I ask him, and to his credit, I go, hey, this is what happened. Have you ever had anything like this happen to you? And he looked me right in the eyes and goes, nope. And then he just walked away. <laughs> Yes. Which is the funniest thing you can do. And he came back around. He's like, I'm kidding. And he, he gave me, he goes, you just need to relax. You're in your own head. And I, as the time apart got worse and worse and worse, I was like, I don't think, I don't think this is ever, I don't think I'm never going to get an erection again for as long as I live. And so I finally decided, all right, I know I'm only 27, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the doctor and I'm going to get a Viagra, right? That's my plan. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know Chad is smirking like that because he's never heard the conclusion to this story. He's only heard up to when I asked him. That's why a grin is creeping off his beard right now. (laughs) So I go into my doctor and I tell him what's happening. And I go, I just, I really care about this girl and I'm having a tough time. And uh, could you uh, prescribe a Viagra? And he goes, he like started questioning me about why it might not be working. And then he basically implied that he's like, okay, I get it. You know, you got a family. You got to live a certain way. I understand. And then I realized he thought what I was in there for was that I was gay, but Mm -hmm. no one in my family thought that was okay. And I didn't think that was okay. So I was coming to him for boner pills so I could stomach the idea of having sex with a woman. (laughs) That's what he thought. And like, I could, once a doctor thinks something, you can't change it from them. I couldn't be like, dude, I swear. I've, uh, should we call somebody else I've had sex with? And he'd have just been like, I mean, you've probably been stomach, stomaching it for years, man. I don't know what your deal is. Like, so he thought, what I if w- he just kissed you and you got a rocket and he was like, <laughs> look at, he goes, he goes, I've got a crazy method that I think can fix this whole thing. So I'm going to, you close your eyes, open your mouth and say, daddy, but first sign this paper. So I, uh, and that's why I have a new doctor now, Dr. Lawrence Richmond, who's fantastic. So I, uh, I, he, he writes the prescription for just like four pills, right? And I'm like, thanks, man. And on the way out, he casually goes, hey, just a heads up. Uh, If it lasts more than four hours, you need to do something about that. I go, and I did the old dad joke. I go, yeah, find more chicks, right? (laughs) Like I did, like, I, like, and I was, I wasn't trying to be serious. I was just being like a dick. And he goes, 
as I'm like the door is quitting, he goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. It's a blood issue. If it doesn't go away, it could permanently damage your penis and it'll never work it again, work again. And the door is swinging closed and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm scared of not being able, because I you get like one, I think I get like one more shot. If we don't have sex again, no matter how great Jenna is, she's going to be like, I think his doctor was right. This guy's gay. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and, and now I'm also worried about my penis breaking. So we go on a date, everything's going awesome. And we're going to, she's like, you want to come over and we'll watch a movie or something? I go, I do. <laughs> we get to her house. I pop, she goes to the bathroom. I pop the Viagra, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this story so much, but I love it equally. This is hard for me right now. It's. You think it's hard for you? This is. Do you know how many people listen to this that uh, care about me and her? This is. This is for you. Thank you. So I, I pop the Viagra. She comes back out. We're on the couch. We're on the couch for about 20, 30 minutes. We're kind of snuggling. I know where it's going, and then she goes, ah, God, I, don't, "I feel a little weird. I don't feel right." And I go. And I was like, is it happening? Like, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a boner on you before. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Is it like poking through my leg already? I don't know. And I, it, it wasn't happening, just as a heads up. And I go, okay. And then she goes, ah, I wonder if I ate something. And I go, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any epicac? <laughs> so she just over the course of the next few minutes, it becomes very clear she is sick to her stomach. And she goes, I, I know we we're going to watch a movie, but is it okay if we just go lay in bed and watch something and I, I just don't feel good? And I go, yeah, okay. And so we go <laughs> lay in bed, and within a half hour, she falls asleep. Yeah. And she's sick, and she's asleep. And about the same time I realize she's asleep, my penis is like, we're ready! <laughs> it's happened! Sound the horn. And I got... I. I don't have you ever used Viagra? No. Hay bales? So I'm gonna tell you, I don't know if this is how it works for everybody who uses Viagra, but it was the weirdest, it was like the strongest erection that I think has ever existed. I thought it was I've heard that from people. It felt like there was inside my penis, there was a slightly larger, angrier penis trying to break out of my original penis. It was terrifying how erect I was. Yeah, I've heard that like uh, people will be at a summer pool and the diving board breaks, and old men will be like, I got it. <laughs> they can just walk to the tip of this dick. Just stand there. So I, it's, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope this goes away pretty quick. And then it's been a half hour, and it's been an hour, and now it's been two and a half hours. I'm two and a half hours into, go ahead. Are you at this point? She's sleeping. She's are, sleeping. Are you even considering going to the bathroom and and taking care of it yourself? I have been considering that okay. for an hour and a half of the two <laughs> and a half hours. And I love that you have this boner with nothing to do with it. It's so fun. God, that's so wonderful. I just I'm excited for you to hear how the story ends because you're already so enthused. Because what happens is I then I am starting to doze off with the boner because i've been waiting for it to go i'm just sitting there like on my phone waiting for it to leave well, great and news you won't fall off the bed i <laughs> right <laughs> just like it's like a, the club for your car can't roll over it's just locked. doinks you up yeah, it's like a boot. where's those sound effects it's like right a now. tire boot <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as i hit hit my like my eyes because you know you do that thing where you fall asleep and you wake up i'm like oh shit if I would have just fallen asleep there and this thing wouldn't have gone away, I'm going to wake up. And now I have to convince this girl, like, hey, do you want to be with a guy whose penis is broken because of a Viagra accident? Like, I'm now I'm like, you're going to fall asleep. You need to do something about this. So three dates into Jen and I's relationship at 1.30 in the morning, I and I'm next to the wall. She's on the outside of the bed. So I have to, like, slide, climb over her without stabbing her. <laughs> I mean, what, like, dude, what if, I mean, imagine, holy shit. She if, wakes up, you're just over her with a with bone. With a bone oh, after, after, no. after not being able to get one while she was awake? Yikes. I love watching girls sleep. I tell you who I'd have been marrying yesterday, a guy named Jason in a penitentiary. <laughs> so I climb over, I sneak out, I go into the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, Cy, this is going to be the quickest 
and quietest jerk-off of your entire life. <laughs> and You put a ninja tabai boot on it? And I, I did not lock the door. Oh, yes. And I know I didn't lock the door because all of a sudden I'm standing like, I'm basically standing in front of the toilet, right? I'm, I decided to stand. I'm just trying to be done with this. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden there's like a rumble of feet towards the door. She has to puke. She has to puke. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, no. I couldn't even react in time. I like sort of covered up. The door flings open. It's a small apartment in LA. I like the the push of the door and her coming in. I fall sideways and backwards into her tub, onto my back. Thankfully, yeah. She goes to the toilet, yakums right, catches her breath, pulls back to see me, <laughs> pants down, pants at my knees, laying in her bathtub. <laughs> With an erection, and she just goes, what the fuck is going on right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> Yes. And I look at her, I go, I go, I understand that this is the end of you and I spending time together, <laughs> but I would really, I would really, really, really like the opportunity to explain this to you. And she goes, I guess. <laughs> And then I go, I go, I'm okay, I'm gonna slide out of this tub. And then I slide out of the tub. I I sit there with her while she makes sure she's okay. You pull your pants up? Yeah, my pants are up. Okay. As up as they it, can. It would have been great if you were like, if you need help getting up, hold on to this. As <laughs> as up as they can be. Okay. So then we go back into the bedroom and we sit there and I it's still there. And uh, so it's a weird to have a serious conversation at that point. So for people who don't have penises. Yeah. Or have never had a strong erection like this, mm-hmm. it can go up against your belly. Yeah. But there's no chance of it going down. It's like an alligator mouth. <laughs> it has so many pounds per square inch of pressure when it shuts. Yeah. But you can hold it shut with just two fingers. Yeah. So because it has no muscles to open. I tamped it to the top, to the waistband, got like it. you did when you got a boner when you're in junior high got class. It. Nice. Yeah. Stuff okay. like that. Okay. So we have the conversation. I tell her, hey, I like you a lot, and I don't know what's going on with my body, and I'm, I'm scared, and I just want to care about you, and I, I'm sorry. And she was so cool. And, so, and throughout the course of this conversation, I was like, oh, it went away. And it was so awful and so uncomfortable and so revealing that the next time we tried to have sex, boom. Fucking immediately. Wow. Easy. It, She's like the boner whisperer. She is, well, let's not call her that. I don't know. Oh, I said like. I didn't say she is. I said yeah, like. That is. That feels like a whole different genre. Oh, I didn't mean it in any disrespect. Yeah, no, I know. I meant that uh, you need someone like her in your life, and I'm glad you found her because you're a fucking wreck. <laughs> That's the truth. Was that worth? Was that worthwhile? Was that I love that story. The only part of this I wish you would have done was while she was sleeping. I wish you would have taken your belt off, put it on her floor, and then grabbed a selfie with your boner and the belt, <laughs> and been like, "Pride's back, motherfucker!" <laughs> Just send it to her phone and take <laughs> yeah. off. You know, and re- that's better than being in the tub. In retrospect, the thing that I was really mad at myself, my brother was like, "Why don't you just drive home and jerk off there?" And I was like, uh, "So I didn't think of that." You couldn't, because at that point, you're driving at ten, two, and six for Christ's sake. <laughs> you can't drive with a boner like that. You can't steer. So that is that is how our relationship began. I think that's fantastic, mm-hmm. and she is absolutely out of this world. I yeah. mean, she's so she's great. the king. Yeah. Absolutely. And queen, because that's how women work. No, it's I think both. Right. I think she's both when it comes to you two. I know that we had we were very themed today, and uh, and we you know I I knew going into this this wouldn't be our best podcast because both of us just celebrated a wedding. But I also wanted to get it out there because yeah. the people that are listening, it's kind of about our lives and our stories yes. and what we talk about, and this is all we talked about all week. Yeah, is, is you getting married and stuff like that. And it was it was really great. It was really nice to have you there as a human being. Um, I want to quickly yes get off the marriage page for a second. Okay. Well, one thing I do want to say is I'm glad you wrote everything out for me. Yeah. When I was doing the officiating, yeah, because uh, the vows—I loved your vows. They were not—they were new age vows. They weren't like the to have and to hold and sickness mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. Because uh, I got married young, 
Okay. And back then, you when you vow things, when you're young, you're like, yeah, I could do this. I could do anything. Yeah. And now I'm 44, and if I get married again, my vows are going to be like, I promise you there will always be ketchup in the fridge. That's about all I can do, but you will never have fries without ketchup. Because I don't know if I can do the rest of it. You can't be like, I am going to love you more than anyone has ever loved you for the rest of your entire life. Well, I'm, if, you know, if I get married, I'm, who knows how many have loved that's true. And how well they've loved. It's a lot of high expectations. Are you good? Do you think you might at some point get married again? I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so. Are you still planning to move to Costa Rica? I would love to. Yeah. That was my retirement plan is to he move was to gonna Costa Rica. Disappear. I was going to move to Costa Rica. Well, not disappear, but I was just, you know, when you, I was. The way you described it, I was like, Chad, that's how disappearing works. Well, I was going to swim out in the ocean and fight sharks, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, I was going to go there and teach kids how to play wiffle ball. I was going to teach them how to use tools during the day. And then for that, they had to play wiffle ball with me. And I know that sounds weird, but I love playing wiffle ball. Can I, can I pitch you something? Oh, uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You love that? You suck. If Everyone just turned off the podcast. Hey, I'm fine with that. If that's, the, if that's the hill that I have to die on, I'm totally okay with that. If So we, you and I made an agreement when we started this show that if we hit a certain number of, and it's a big number, it's but a, a certain number of listeners... We were going to go to the Caribbean together, hang out for a week, and then do an episode from there about what we did in the Caribbean. That's true. Because I really want to go to the Caribbean. My new plan is, if this podcast, this isn't going to happen, but let me just ask it because i like to have you on record. Okay. If this podcast is crazy successful, it will not. We start selling a few ads, we won't be able to. Make a little money, we're able to retire. Can we start that program in Costa Rica? And can we call it... Uncle Ronnie's Bats and Tools for Kids program? No. Why not? Well, because that's, I mean, I, I see where you're going with, but this is just off the top of your head. I'll have Uncle Ronnie in there. I have no problem Yeah, the that. Bats and Tools didn't land. I, I mean, I'm very tired, but... I understand I, that. So I, I just think that that's, that's not going to work for me. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, that is where I wanted to go. And uh, I, uh, I, before I move there, I want to hear about military dolphins. You promised me a story last week. Okay. Well, this is gonna. This will end up being the longest. Everybody will be like, "Why was their least interesting episode the longest one they've ever done?" Well, that's what. That's welcome to our shows. Yeah. Also, you just said they've ever done. I am so married and tired. <laughs> so let me. So I was two weeks before the wedding. We were no, maybe three weeks before the wedding. We had a big family gathering, and there were some neighbors over, uh, friends of the house we were at at our family's house. Okay. And one of those guys. Is, Let uh, me ask you a question. Yes. How long is this story? It's about four to five minutes. It's, it's, it's not a story. It's just something I found interesting. Okay. Well, fine. Okay. We'll just do a long one. That's I just, what want, I just want to make sure. I didn't know. I didn't know if you had the time. And... You can't be like, you know what? You being, you saying, uh, before we end, we got to do the show. Wait a second. How long is it? That's Cy taking a boner pill and Chad getting sick. That's what that is. I don't know if that's right. What do you think, Hey Bales? Hey Bales. That sounds right to you? I wasn't listening. I know. So we're sitting there, and one of the neighbors, one of my family members' neighbors, was on SEAL Team 6, like the oh. SEAL Team 6. Osama bin Laden. The Osama bin Laden headshot, uh, headshot guys. And this guy is so humble and well-mannered and incredible and just genuine which I know in the military, that's how you're raised. You know, you handle, you're, you're, you're a civil servant. You handle yourself correctly. You be humble. Do you feel like we should break that for, the, for SEAL Team 6? And by the way, I also, I don't, yeah. I, I don't <clears throat> like murder of any sort. I've, I'm one of those people, or people dying and getting killed. I understand why we had to kill them. So I'm not celebrating murder by saying that, or that those guys should celebrate it, because I think having to take a life is a gigantic responsibility. But also at the same time, if you fuck killed Osama bin Laden, shouldn't you at least get some merch? Yeah, you should be able to wear it around. That Exactly, like SEAL Team 6 stomped Osama's dicks. I know he doesn't have multiple, but you know what I'm saying, sure. right? There should, there should be some massive benefit to it from a braggadocious standpoint. I just don't think that you get into that for that you reason. You never do. You I mean, never do. I'll yeah. tell you, if a comedian killed Osama bin Laden, they'd have a fucking hat, they'd have a bumper sticker, all that shit. They'd have a Netflix special that was just them fucking <laughs> just holding his head. They're like, you got to do some jokes. No, they're clapping. This is all I have to do. So he tells us, he's talking about his Navy SEAL training. 
And he said one of the things they had to do is they would have to swim out into the ocean, the cold ocean. I don't remember which one it is because I'm a bad listener. But they would have to swim off the coast, and their job as seals would be in the middle of the night without any help or anything. Two seals would, like, swim out, and they were trying to plant a tracking device on a submarine. So they would swim out without any gear, swim underwater, fucking plant this thing. And what? Unbelievable, right? But he, so he goes, he's doing his first run of that, and they're diving down, and all of a sudden he gets just destroyed in the rib cage, just wrecked, right? And he's like, what the fuck was that? But you're trained to, you cannot, you don't stop, you don't ask what that was, you just keep going. And he's just getting drilled a few times as he's going down. They get the thing, they get out there, finds out that the U.S. government has trained dolphins to protect ships. That's incredible. So those guys were trying to do their job by doing it, but also the government was using that as a program. They teach dolphins, because they're smart, to fucking blow guys' rib cages up if they get anywhere near submarines. By the way, the reason we got onto wow. this... The reason we got onto this topic is because I was... You remember that whale that showed up in Europe and it had that big like leather belt around it that said like property of Russia and everybody made a bunch <laughs> of jokes that was me i was like i was at the party I was like you see the russian whale isn't that hilarious I'm fucking dumb and the guy's like oh he's probably like a uh, the guy from SEAL Team 6 is like, well, he's probably trained. And I go, okay, military guy. <laughs> like, I shit on him so hard. And then that's how he told the story. He goes, all right, dumbass, listen to this. So that's there was probably someone in Russia who's like, get the, do- get the whale, send him up there. I would have thumb-punched you in the throat so hard if I was military. And you'd have been like, okay, dipshit, whap. And you just, <laughs> I can't believe that shit. That's but I've heard dolphins. I've heard they've they've saved people. I mean, they're the smartest. Yeah, they're really really smart animals. Here's what. So I dove into it. And it's really it's not a secret of the government. It's all over the internet. What is him with him and his puns? To I dove into it. Hey, I'll, I, let me pitch you something about. I'm not even doing it on purpose. Yeah, it sucks. It's just ha- stop. <laughs> it's the, oh God, it's so bad. But I love so the cup the couple things that stood out to me that I learned were one. They tested more than 19 species before they landed on dolphins. Oh, wow. Which had, can you imagine, like, being on that committee? (laughs) All right, Jeff, try the gator. (laughs) That would be amazing. They had, uh, there also, there was a rumor. Do you know what they are? I I don't. Was monkey one of them? I guarantee monkey was one of them. I hope panda was one, too, because pandas, like, roll in. Everybody's like, look at this motherfucker. Karate chop. Kung fu, yep. Yep. Skadoosh. The Swedish, who are obviously a softer race of people, they... You're Swedish. Yeah. Okay. We're we're a weak type. We're we're weaklings. The Swedish people have apparently trained geese to alert when an enemy is in territory. So there's Swedish geese that just <laughs> hurt the ship. Hurt. <laughs> I saw, so I was, uh, lived in California for a very brief time. Mm-hmm. And I was teaching my son how to uh, body surf. So we're out in the waves. Everything's going. People are losing their mind on the beach. They're going crazy. They're pointing over us and like doing the hand wave above their head. They're, uh, screaming. And so I turn around and I see a dorsal fin. And so I hold my son out of the water and with one hand and I'm trying to get in, but I'm like barely touching the the sand and I'm trying to swim with one arm and the waves are coming back out. So I'm not going anywhere and I'm losing my fucking mind. And I finally fight for like seven straight minutes to get in. And I finally get in and put him on the towel and I'm like out of breath and everything. And people came over like, oh, you see those dolphins? And I was like, you pieces of shit. You don't overhand wave for dolphins. That's a shark move, you asshole. And I was like, by the way, if sharks smell shit like blood, a lot of them are coming. Because I shit my pants in there for sure. I was so scared. I was so incredibly scared that my kid was going to get chomped. And so now when, oh, God, when people are like, would you die for your kid? Fuck yeah, man. I will never tell them that. Because that's when they start taking advantage of you. But I'd hold them up over my head. Yeah, the moment you tell Isaac that, he's going to be like, Dad, I left some important stuff on the road. Yeah, he'll just be like, hey, does anyone have a gun? Come get me. Take it, Dad. I mean, it would be something like that. Yeah, I, I lost my mind in there. 
The only other thing that I found out that was really great was that uh, there is a rumor that no one is willing to confirm, which means since it's with the government, I'm going to believe it. Uh, there's a rumor that a bunch of the dolphins they were training escaped from a training facility. <laughs> this seems like a kid movie. Oh, yeah. And they're just rogue in the ocean, which there's there's very few things I've ever wanted to believe as much as You want to hear rogue. Mm-hmm. I have a story about rogue. Okay. Last night at your wedding, we were at a baseball stadium. Well, how about I tell this? Okay. This is what we'll close with. We open with wedding, we'll close with wedding. Okay. It's near the end of the night. I walk out onto the patio. A lot of people have left. Chad, his lovely gal, Tracy, our good friend, David Huntsberger, and his lovely gal, Emily Rose, Uh are all outside. I walk up to him, and Dave goes, Hey, hey, what sort of black spot would it be on your reputation with these people if we broke down onto the field and ran the bases? And I said, I'm not sure, but I... I think you guys are grown-ups, and you can do what you want. And you said, without a doubt, no drinks. No drinks. And so you have not seen four people tip a drink up and <laughs> chug it faster than the four of us. So we chug our drinks. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I just... I, okay. You go. So now there are... <laughs> it's so great. So there's like... This is straight out of a movie. We go down, we have to duck down under some ropes, crawl over this little like gate thing, and now we're there, right? We're there. So I grab a phone and I start playing the Mission Impossible theme song. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So we are killing it and we're running down the stairs. Dave is, for some reason, like rolling over the handrail on the stairs <laughs> because he's really secret mission uh, hot right now. So we're going down the stairs, we run on out on the field. We don't disturb the dirt. We run only on the grass. So we're not going to like mess anything up. We run all the way around the infield. I'm winded. I am need a new suit winded. So I get in the dugout, and now we're just sitting in the dugout. And it was great. We sat down there, and we did the wave, just the four of us. We did the wave and followed it, go all the way around the stadium, and then four of us do the wave again. It was really, really fun. But we end up... Um, we're leaving. We're going back up. The, and first of all, we're having trouble getting three people back over the wall into the stadium from the field because now it's bigger, right? There was like, we had to make a bigger jump on the way into the field, but now we have to climb the wall and get up. Yep. So three people, two of them in dresses, have to get pushed over the wall. And then the fourth one, me, fucking opens the gate and realizes it's not a wall. It's just a gate. So then we run back up the stairs, Mission Impossible theme song still playing, and we see your brother Greg. Yeah. And we I just go, "Hey Greg, <laughs> we just ran the bases." And then we disappeared up the stairs again. And then I as I'm driving back to where Jen and I are staying, just get a call from Greg and goes, "Hey, just a heads up. I just got uh, I just saw Chad and Dave running up the stairs and Chad looked like he was going to die and was mumbling something about running the bases." <laughs> I have to go. All right. Hey, I, it was so great. You did such a great job yesterday. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Thanks for having me in part of your uh, gigantic special day. Absolutely. And I, I just totally, I love you. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>